0: Do you struggle with trusting God when things get difficult? Do you find it easy to feel hopeless (laughs) when things just are not working out? Today on the Possibility Mom Live, I'm going to be talking about how to trust God in times of suffering with some practical uh, suggestions for how to cope. It is always so good to spend some time with you, and today is no exception. Today, I want this to be a short and sweet place of respite. That is going to be my attempt today in this podcast, a short and sweet place of respite. I know when I am struggling with something big, something that feels like, there's no way I'm going to be able to persevere. There's no way I'm going to be able to trust God in this amount of suffering. I'm looking for that place of respite. I'm looking for that place of consolation. And so I hope that this podcast is the kind of thing that you can come back to again and again and again when you are feeling like, I just cannot trust God. How can I trust God? All right, so. I want to start off by saying that I think this is very interesting timing because I just created some content for the Hello app. How fun is that? Yesterday, I was in Fort Myers, Florida, in a recording studio, which, by the way, it was so fun to be in a recording studio again. Oh, my word. I used to spend so much of my life in television studios and I recorded my own audiobook and you know like I, I just very much lived in the landscape of radio and television for so many years of my career when I was living in Toronto and then of course we moved to Florida and the pandemic hit. So I had always wanted to explore uh, continuing my TV and radio career. And um, when uh, the pandemic hit, uh, of course, everybody pivoted and did things differently. And so it has just been so fun to to utilize that strength and that skill that I do have. And it was so 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 interesting. And so I look forward to sharing with you when that content comes. But my point in sharing that is that the content that I recorded. Really reminded me of this exact topic. You know, when we look at stories from the Bible, when we look at the lives of the saints, there are countless stories of people who experienced incredible hardship, but trusted God through all of it. And so, like I said, I want this to be a short and sweet podcast that helps you whenever you feel like your trust in God might waver. All right, so let's get right into it. Number one, my spiritual director recently helped me remember that there are actually two kinds of suffering. There's the suffering that the Lord allows. And so this might be something like a chronic illness. This might be something like the death of a loved one. There are things in his permissive will that the Lord allows that, of course, are difficult, but he will give us the grace in order to cope. But then there's another kind of suffering and this other kind of suffering is the suffering we create for ourselves. And this can obviously take on so many shapes, so many forms. This can, you know, show up in our parenting, in our home, in our work, in plans for the future. Like, of course, there's this, there's the this suffering that we create for ourselves and how we create the suffering most often is because of attachment. This could be attachment to a thing, to a person, to a place, to a a career, an opportunity. I think I created a lot of struggle for myself. For those of you who are familiar with my story, I think I created a lot of suffering for myself in the period before my minivan meltdown that I share in my book, The Possibility Mom, where I was working nonstop, trying so desperately to prove my worth to others in my work. And again, spoiler alert, it never works out when you are trying to prove yourself in external factors like what you do for work. And so what do we do? My first very practical solution or or suggestion for when you are in a time of suffering and you feel like it's hard to trust God is to release the attachment. Release whatever it is that you are feeling attached to. I often talk about this when I am uh, coaching women, my the Catholic women in business that I uh, mentor in my Wealth Without Guilt program. I talk about just this concept of white knuckling, how I have to make this work. Um, You know, success in my business is like must happen, and and of course, like we got to live in reality. We want our things to work. We want to protect our children. Obviously, all the things that we are thinking about, um, yes, we need to live in reality, but to release attachment and know that everything is God's, everything comes from God. Everything is willed by God. Things are in his permissive will. When we can have that attachment, like release that attachment, that is the very first step that, um, my spiritual director reminds me of all the time. So to be aware, what kind of struggle is this? What kind of suffering is this? Is this suffering that in God's permissive will, he is allowing and is going to give me the grace in which to handle? Or is this a suffering that I'm actually creating for myself because of attachment? That's my very first practical strategy, release that attachment. And once we have, you know, and and how do we release that attachment? There's, there's, you know, number one, we have to use our will, we have to use our intellect, we have to choose to release. But then, of course, we can do a whole bunch of other things. Number two is to pray, and then to pray some more, and then to pray some more. And I really like when I'm in a time of suffering, I really like to turn. To litanies and novenas, there are two things that I turn to all the time. Number one is the litany of trust created by the Sisters of Life. Really simple thing for you to Google. Um, Sisters of Life, Litany of Trust. There is a line in there that just gets me right in the gut every time. And it's deliver me from the fear that trusting you will lead to greater desolation. That line oh my word deliver me from that and then the novena that i really really like to um, turn to is mary undoer of knots i found i have found that very powerful things happen in my life whenever i do that novena it is not one to mess around with so you know this might sound like a, such a simple strategy but we cannot forget that grace is available to us. I personally, this might sound weird. I don't mean to sound heretical. Like I just, I'm just being honest. I can sometimes forget that I am not alone in this and that grace is so available to those who ask for it. You know, there's a grace that's, I, I forgive me, this, this is a theological term that i can't remember there's two kinds of grace um available to us and apologies i don't have them at the tip of my memory but there is um grace that we always have and then there's a grace that we can you know ask for or invite and that comes through the power of prayer this type of grace also comes in strategy number 3 staying close to the sacraments now I know this might sound obvious like no doubt Lisa stay close to the sacraments but I have so much anecdotal evidence in my life when I have gone to confession regularly when I have you know uh, received communion I have so much anecdotal evidence from my own life of that feeling of being filled up that feeling of calm that feeling of Um, strength and fortitude, you know, just the other day I was really struggling with something and I hadn't been to confession for, you know, a while. And so I made time in my schedule in order to go to confession. And it was so interesting. The, just, again, this is anecdotal from my own life, but the resolve I felt afterwards was so tremendous. Like I just felt this sense of confidence and peace and, and, and resolve, like I could, I could go out and take on the world. So I just think this is something that obviously we all need to do as Catholics. Those of us listening who are Catholic and practice the sacraments, it just it can it can become sometimes in, in the midst of busy motherhood that we can forget about um keeping regular and staying very close to the sacraments. But especially in times of struggle, I feel like it's it's just like a lifeline. It's like a necessary one. And then finally, and this is probably my favorite one, and I want to hear from you, please message me on Instagram at Lisa Canning or leave in the comments below wherever you are um, watching this, if you are watching this in video form. Remembering that this is temporary. I think of all of these strategies, this is probably the hardest one for me to remember. And that is why I like this book. Trustful surrender to divine providence it is my favorite 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 book suffering is temporary in two in two ways suffering can be temporary in the sense that there will be like eventually it, a resolution so whatever the problem is that you're struggling with there will be a resolution god willing right in his permissive will there will be some kind of a resolution you know if a, if a child is in a in a season where um there's a lot of tantrums or challenges you know, God willing, there will be an eventual sort of like progression through that. You will progress in skills, the child will grow, and there will be some kind of resolution. But of course, this remember, this thing to remember is that this life is temporary. And so I want to share with you just a small excerpt from this book, Trustful Surrender to Divine Providence, The Secret of Peace and Happiness. When God sends us trials, If you would be convinced that in all he allows and in all that happens to you, God has no other end in view, but your real advantage and your eternal happiness reflect a moment on all he has done for you. You are now suffering, but remember that the author of this suffering is he who chose to spend his life suffering to save you from everlasting suffering, whose angel is always at your side guarding your body and soul by his order, who sacrifices himself daily on the altar to expiate your sins and appease his father's anger, who comes lovingly to you in the Holy Eucharist and whose greatest pleasure is to be united with you. I think in suffering, we can be so united to the cross of Christ Jesus and that intimacy that comes with having to unite ourselves to the cross while difficult is necessary for our ultimate destination. All right. I can hear the baby. So I think it's time, but my friends to persevere and to keep the faith. I hope this podcast blesses you. See you next time. Are you a dream-chasing mom who wants to keep God at the center of her personal and business development? If that is you, I want to invite you to join me inside of my brand new group coaching experience, Wealth Without Guilt. This group coaching experience is for the emerging or experienced business owner who wants to clear up her mindset, clear up her thoughts around money, around her mission, needs the reminder and the clarity that there is something that she uniquely has been called to do, and that unique mission has been placed there by God. Wealth Without Guilt is an experience where you will get live coaching from me on your mindset, on the thoughts that are holding you back, as well as practical training, practical skills on how to build a personal brand online via my over 10 years experience building a business and a brand both online and off. Wealth Without Guilt is for the entrepreneur who wants to ensure she is not going to sacrifice her faith her family, or what matters most. She wants to build a business and build impact and build wealth, all while being the best mom, wife, and homemaker she can be. And you can join me inside Wealth Without Guilt today. Doors are open today by visiting bit.ly slash wealthwithoutguilt. That's bit.ly forward slash wealthwithoutguilt. I'd love to see you inside our community.